From up in the nosebleeds to down to the 50-yard line, wherever you watch the game, this is the place to sound off. Sports Talk with Jock on 770 CHQR. It is Friday night, last show of the week on Sports Talk with Jock. So you know what that means. A little Friday fun time with the people sportscaster, Derek Bidwell from Global Saskatoon. Mr. Bidwell, how in the heck are you, my friend? I'm good, pal. It's another week, but it seems like it's like I think somebody mentioned something. Maybe it was uh, yesterday, the day before. They're like, I didn't know that that April had uh 45 days or 65 <laughs> days or something like that. Like It just seems like time is, uh, is standing still. Nails pace. Are, but yeah, yeah I agree. nails pace is right. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But, but you know what's fun? You know, you know what's fun? Through. This, this, this hour is fun. Uh, because we, because now Different. we're going to go, we're going to go a whole hour. We, we started what back on March the 27th and, and we, yeah. we did a hit and then we had such great response to it. We said, okay, we got to make this a weekly feature. So we, we've done it every week. And, and, and last week was a little bit different because we did it on Thursday night because of the Friday, good Friday. And, and yep. now we've decided, Hey, we've had such great response. We're going to go a whole hour. Uh, do you think we can, do you think we can, do you think we can handle a whole hour? <laughs> this is what I posted on. I said I posted uh, on uh, Facebook earlier today. Say tune in for an hour and see if Jock and I can make up enough stories, tell enough lies, and keep it on the rails for an hour. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but we'll we'll give it a shot anyway for sure. Well, it's Jock Bidzy and special guests. Hey, we've got a special guest lined up for seven thirty tonight. So it's not just going to be Jock and Bidzy, which yeah. is which is good. We got. Should I should I tease who, should <laughs> I tease who, should I tease who the guest is going to be? Sure. He's a uh, he's a former television personality yeah. on City TV. Did he work with you at A Channel too? Uh yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, okay. He did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he did. He worked. He worked there just for a little while. I think he just. I think he just joined it. I could be wrong, but I think he just joined okay. it when it when it's when it switched from A Channel to uh, City TV. And he's not Dar. And it's not Dar McBool. <laughs> That's going to be disappointing for the listeners because they're they, everybody loves Dar McBool. Well. No, not Dar McBool, and not Rob Gibson. Okay, That's right. Okay, and not Ken Reed. Okay. And you are narrowing it down. People I worked with. <laughs> You're narrowing it, narrowing it down. You know, it's funny how some guys get all the luck, eh? Like Joe Buck. I get it. He's a, he's a high profile play by play guy. Would you turn down a million dollars from a porn site to do a live call, Bidzy? I wouldn't. I would not turn. No, like, I don't think so. Because <laughs> I mean, you just you just quit your job. Exactly. One and done. Do that. I, Sorry, man. I I don't know the Joe Buck story. Like I'm just hearing you it now the, from you, you. You don't know the Joe Buck story? Well, this no, this was but funny. I, when I got the gist of it, I didn't what you said there. So so Joe Buck got offered a million dollars from a yes yeah. Fox play by play guy, and I know play by play guys are hurting right now because there's not a lot to call. So he gets yeah. offered a million dollars from this porn site to do a live call, and Joe Buck has a great sense of humor. I'll give him credit because he says, "Well, I just became the first sports announcer to ever reject a seven figure." offer from a porn site but he says hey depending on the site they could just be handing some of my money back to me 
Uh, <laughs> uh, that is a good sense of humor. That is Joe. a good sense of humor, but oh, good for him. Yes, yeah, see, Joe. Joe makes over a million bucks anyway. A exactly. year. we're probably well over that. So, uh, so Joe, uh, Joe can turn that down. It's not a life changer for him. He's got such a reputation; he can't do that because then he can't go back to his, you know, his job and all that other stuff. But for you and I, we're in. We're in, man. I mean, that's. That we're retiring after that anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, you are for sure. Well, for I, sure. I mean, I may need. I mean, you're, you're a little younger. You're a little younger. Yeah, I, I may need to, be, but that's a hell of a way to go out, though, isn't it? That's. I mean, your legacy. Your legacy is a little. You just have to have a conversation with. Uh, you just have to have. You would just have to have a conversation with sharing the kids, Jocko, and then just say, "Hey, you know what." You dangle a new car in front of them or something like that, I'm sure they'd be fine. With it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it, yeah. it sort of gets to the, the first topic of the night here on, on, on Friday Fun Time. Uh, because I got, I got thinking, I'm going, okay, so, so we've, been, we've all been in isolation. We've all been doing the right things. We've all been staying home, uh, you know, not going out, uh, you know, social distancing, all that other kind of good stuff. So I, I guess the question that I have tonight is, so what have you been doing? Anything strange or anything different in, in self-isolation? And I'll, I'll tease this because I put it out on Twitter earlier today. I never grow facial hair. I, 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 I don't like facial hair, but I am actually growing a COVID beard. And my wife hates it. She thinks it's very, very, very unkissable. So I'm, I'm unkissable right now. But I'm, I'm not shaving. I'm not shaving this thing off until sports return. So that's that's my one strange behavior that I oh have going. Oh my word! Oh you yes, could look like ZZ Top by the time this thing's done. Well, that, I uh, I put a I picture. Hope not. I put a picture on Twitter, and I did tag you on it, so you will see it on Twitter okay. if you if you go on Twitter. So I must do that. And and I'll be honest, my wife did ask me uh, before I left home today to come to the station. She said, "Well, you better ask Bidzy about doing the front rollovers on the bed with the kids." Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I posted that. That was from uh, that was from uh, Sean Cable and uh, his little daughter Kingston, and that was about. Well, that was pre-COVID, of course. It was my last visit to Calgary, and um, she came back from daycare, and I asked her what she did at daycare, and uh, she said we were doing cheese rolls. Cheese and I rolls. Didn't know what that- the cheese rolls. And I was like, what's the cheese? I was thinking a cheese roll was like a cheese bun or something like that. I don't know, something you eat, but a cheese roll is what she was calling a somersault. Ah, so, so, I, so my wife I, called it a front rollover. Oh, a front rollover? I don't know. I mean, that sounds more gymnastic. Like, well, it sounds more, a little more athletic than a somersault. A somersault <laughs> is just, you know, that's kind of the, let's, that's kind let's, of the let's thing stick, you... Let's stick with the cheese roll. I think learn. that's better. Okay. Yeah, cheese roll. Yeah, so we were doing cheese rolls, and, and we were just... Doing cheese rolls on on a on a on a mattress because I didn't want to hurt myself or her, but I mean, but uh, was worried about me pulling something. And uh, anyway, that's the video she's talking about. So, yeah, cheese rolls during COVID. Why not? Okay, so you're not doing anything else strange or different, or you know what? The only other thing taking too, up like, any I hobbies. Thinking, I was thinking about this. <laughs> no, but I I should though. Like I was thinking, I I, I was thinking there's something that I should be doing during this COVID-19 pandemic, like there's gotta be something that, you know, that I, that I should be doing that down the road. I'll, why didn't I get that done? Or why didn't I do that when I had the chance? Like, why didn't I learn another language or something like that? Or why didn't I, I don't know, do something that you just say to yourself that you don't have the time to do, mm. but you would like to do. I, I know I haven't got there yet, or I haven't, 
got motivated enough to do it. But the only thing that I've been doing that is that is different now, and this is something that's fairly common, I guess, but, you know, talking with friends and other couples, so the lovely Andrea, my gal, as you like to call her, of course, um, her and I will sometimes now, like we're doing a lot of um, FaceTime board games with other couples. Okay. So, uh, and this is not something I was really into before, but... Um, What's your favorite we, board game? Well, we... We've been doing Trivial Pursuit. Oh, uh, that's a good one. So yeah, yeah, getting into the trivia stuff. Before I never really, I never really got into that too much because, like, let's be honest, all the questions are way too hard. Except as for the sports questions. Off, the sports yeah, questions. Sports, I can... Yeah, unless you land on orange, you know, <laughs> it's game over, right? So we got this other edition of Trivial Pursuit, and I don't know if the other listeners have uh, have heard of this one because the original one is the one that that we we got that as kids. And we played that around the kitchen table. And my older sister, very smart, uh, has her master's degree. And then, and then you got my father, who's very well read, and uh, he was really good at it. And uh, and then there's me and my mom and my younger sister, and everybody's, you know, a little swifter than me, I guess. Especially except for the sports questions, I seem to be able to get those ones. So that original Trivial Pursuit is too hard. So we got, we have a Trivial Pursuit. 25th anniversary edition. So what this is, is in the original Trivial Pursuit, um, each card has a question from a different category, right? Okay. Well, but in this in this game, the 25th anniversary edition, there's a box of cards for each category. And you, depending on what you roll, that will be how uh, difficult the question will be. So each card, you know, you got your geography, you got your art and leisure, you got your sport and recreation, you got your entertainment, you got your history. They're all in individual uh, card boxes. And then on each card, uh, there's a question, there's six questions. And depending on what you roll, that's the level of difficulty the question will be. So if you roll a six, you get to travel six spaces, but the question is going to be really hard. Really hard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Unless you roll like a one, and this was actually a question. Uh, for sport and leisure, was what color is a basketball? <laughs> <laughs> so I nailed that one. Nailed it right off the hop. You didn't and, say black. Uh, you didn't say black. Yeah, not the stripes. No, no, not the stripes. No, the, the, the oh. dominant color. Yeah, oh, so I said okay. orange. Yeah, got it. Orange, got it. And um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so what we did is we, we started playing this trivial pursuit game, but we found that the questions were still too hard once we got into the four, five, and sixes. So what we did now is we adapted, and we do this with other couples now. We play with other couples. We roll the dice. We move them around. We ask them the questions. We hold the card up to the phone. They ask us the question. We try not to look on the back and be honest about it for the answer. Anyway, so what we decided, if you roll a one, two, or three, that's a one question. If you roll a four, five, or six, that's a two question. We don't even bother with any other questions beyond ones or twos you just make it an easier game but very smart very yeah. intelligent oh yeah otherwise, it would, it would otherwise there's no way we could it would take forever for do, us do to you play. turn so, it do you turn it into a drinking game like if you get it wrong you have to take a drink well no but you could do that but usually yeah. we're usually we're usually we're having glasses of wine or anyway, whatever because okay. we're with other we're with other couples too on the, on facetime you know playing this game so we've really gotten into the trivia and that's that's the one thing that's different thus far uh, for COVID-19. And then, you know what? I do have to say, I feel just a titch 
Just a titch smarter these days. Just a titch smarter. Okay, good for you. Not a lot, but anyway, what about you? Uh, well, Besides like I... the beard. Just the beard? Well, <laughs> just the beard is all I'm doing differently. You know, uh, you know, at home playing lots of uh, crib with my with my lovely daughter and my, my wife and... Other than that, no. It's just it's it's one of those things. I'm I'm just you're a really playing, bo- I'm a boring dude. I, that's why I got a girl. Playing crib, you're playing crib and growing a beard and, and so growing like, hair, growing facial yeah, hair. Yeah, so you're like 75 now. All of a sudden, does it? It's a beard matching the hair on your head. Like, is it red? Are you like full leprechaun now? No, I'm I'm kind of old looking now because it's it comes in a little gray. Oh, yeah. So that's why my wife doesn't like it. That's why my daughter no, doesn't like it. Like it. Very oh. unkissable. I know. <laughs> You sound a little down. I'm a little down about it, yes, but I'm but I'm sti- I'm sticking to my guns here, man. It's not coming off guns. until sports returns. You're an older leprechaun. Older <laughs> leprechauns always stick to their guns. And and you know what? You know, social distancing. Not not supposed to be doing a lot of kissing anyway. That's right. That's right. You're just being responsible. You're a responsible. <laughs> exactly. Citizen. Hey, we got to yeah. take a break. He's the People Sportscaster, Derek Bidwell from Global Saskatoon. We call it the Friday Fun Time Show. Uh, we just throw out some talk of, topics. We have some fun. If you want to weigh in, we'd rather take your texts on the show tonight, 403-974-8255. That's the text number. You can give me a follow on Twitter at Sports on 770. Actually, my, my picture of my beard, COVID beard, is on Twitter. You can check that out. My email address, jock at 770chqr.com. More with Derek Bidwell when we come back. This is the home of the Calgary Stampeders, Global News Radio, 770chqr. Speaking of that text line, just got a text from Jory, and Jory says, My new Friday routine, boys. Friday fun time with Jock and Bidzy. So we're, we've got a little cult following happening here, Bidzy. <laughs> very, very cult. Very cult-like, yes. I would, say, <laughs> I would say that's the deal, yes. Yeah, you know what? Why not? People need... If we can help them... During this time, everything is so new, right? And you often hear people say something like, there's... There's not a blueprint for this. There's no. not, there's not uh, you know, a plan that you can go by where things are changing so fast and, and every day is so different from the day before and in a lot of different ways. And um, anyway, if we can provide some routine for the listeners during this time of you know, where routines are thrown out the window, hey, you know what? That's a good thing. And they can sit at home after they've had a nice meal with the family. Maybe they, mom and dad can... Uh, uh, or just the fellas are sitting around or whatever. They can, they can uh, you know, kind of uh, listen to the show and have themselves a, a cold beverage and sit back and enjoy and have a laugh or two. Okay, speaking of a laugh or two, uh, here's, here's the next topic for Jock and Bidzy okay. to discuss tonight. If you could go back in time to an event in your life and do it differently, what would that be, Bidzy? You go first. Okay, because we're going to be getting to our guests here pretty soon at the bottom of the hour. I think I'm going to get. I think I'm. This was something that I was going to bring up, that was um, also on the topic of something that was very embarrassing. We were talking about maybe having some. So this would this would maybe be embarrassing, okay, and something I would probably want to redo because uh, they kind of go hand in hand, right? A lot of times when you do something really embarrassing, you'd want to redo that or change that uh, because it was. Obviously, really embarrassing. So for me, although this is a funny story now, but at the time, real embarrassed. So when I was going to Satan, Calgary, taking journalism, one of the projects we had to do was 
uh, you know, when they were trying to get you to open up more and be a better public speaker and not be so nervous in front of people and uh, kind of work on that, right? So in I can't imagine that would be a problem for Derek Bidwell. <laughs> well, some, I don't know, sometimes, hey, state taught me well. So anyway, uh, I went there and, uh, and this one particular day went to the class. I knew this was coming up. And what we had to do, I didn't know how the format and how they're going to get us to do this. So we all go in the theater at State, and, um, and you know, everybody, it's a theater style where everybody's kind of up at an angle in front of you, starting at the bottom and working way up to the top rows. And anyway, I'm in there with my class, and what we had to do is we had to grab uh, an, an article from a magazine, and we had a full-page article, and we had to come to the front of the class, and we had to speak about it for two minutes. We just had to talk about this article or talk about this product or talk about the, the scene or the ad or what was going on there. We just had to speak about picture, essentially. So I opened up a magazine, and I found a product that was a full-page ad for this product. So um, it was KY Jelly. So I ripped that out. <laughs> and, and for those who don't know, like me at the time, that <laughs> um, it's like a lubricant. Um, anyway. What's a lubricant like, for? I'm just it's kidding. For, it's for, yeah, it's for when people wrestle. Okay. So anyway, when they're wrestling. So anyway, it's a lubricant. And um, so, um, I, but I thought it was, yeah, I, I wasn't very educated in this or something. I didn't take sex ed or anything like that in school. I don't know. But they didn't have it in the curriculum in Saskatoon, I guess. Anyway, I thought it was lotion. So I, I, I thought it was lotion. So I started talking about this KY jelly. And, um, and then so I said, KY jelly. It's gr-. And so you, I thought it was lotion once again. So I started talking about it, saying, KY jelly, it's great um, to rub all over your body. <laughs> you want to, uh, what you want to do is you want to get a whole bunch on your hands, and then you want to rub it on your face. And especially if you have dry skin... And it's really good for that and moisturizing your skin. And another good thing about KY Jelly is that if you have a sunburn, you want to make sure you rub it all over your sunburn. Anyway, the girls in the class are dying laughing. My instructor's nah, he's, he's not looking super pumped. I think maybe down the road when he went home and he, his wife asked him how his day was teaching, he probably had a good laugh about it. But at the time, he looked a little bit annoyed. Anyway, after, and the, all the girls, because... My class was, had almost, was almost all girls, just a few guys in it. Anyway, they were like after the class going, oh, Derek, <laughs> that was ballsy. That took some guts. I can't believe you talked about KY Jelly like that. Like, oh, my God, you rub it all over your face? And what do you, oh, my God. And I was like, what? Why? Like, why would that be a problem? You should rub it on your face and stuff. Like, shouldn't, why would you not? And they go, what do you think KY Jelly is? And I was like, it's lotion. I don't know, just like Superderm or something like that. It's lotion. They're like, no, it's lubricant. And I was like, what a loop? And then, and then I was like, oh, my God. And then I thought about the instructor. And, oh, oh, oh. Anyway, I got a really bad mark in that class. It's pretty embarrassing. Makes for a good story now. But that's something I would probably do over. I don't think I would have done it that way. I tell you what, I think I think you should get that million-dollar job from the porn site. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe Buck, if they don't, if 
they're listening right now. Yeah, they don't need Joe Buck. No. Just get get the people's sportscaster. Get Derek Biddle on there. I'll talk about KY Jelly. It's good for sunburns. It's good for every yeah, yeah. That is too funny. Um, I guess yeah, I'm gonna, that I knew what it was. I'm going to have to share my story, but we don't have time because we've got to take a break for the news at the bottom yeah, of the hour, yeah. and then we got mine a special guest. A little, but... Mine took a little long. Well, that's okay. We we got we got yeah. we got a whole hour tonight on Friday it's Fun Time. Yeah, it's all good. Story. Uh, special guest right around the corner joining Derek Bidwell and myself. This is Sports Talk with Jock. This is 770 CHQR. Well, it is Friday night on Sports Talk with Jock, and because it's the last show of the week, we like to have a little bit of fun, a little bit of levity on this program on Friday night. So we call it Friday Fun Time with the People's Sportscaster, the one and only Derek Bidwell from Global Saskatoon. And, and Bidzy, I'm going to leave it to you. Uh, this, this, is, this is your show right now. Will you please oh. introduce our, our, our first guest, our first ever guest on Friday okay. Fun Time? Okay. Uh, I'll do it like a wrestler. From parts unknown, weight unknown, like the missing link this wrestler used to come in. <laughs> he is Ron Burgundy, the real-life Ron Burgundy. He is formerly with City TV, the man in the burgundy suit. He is Ted Henley, the oh. people's newscaster. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> How are you, Ted? I, I I am well. How are you guys? It's, it's Friday fun night or something, so I figured yeah. I might as well jump in and get it, get carried away. Well, Wait, sorry, I know I know that we probably we probably interrupted uh, Friday Scotch time too. So uh, <laughs> like Ron Burgundy would do. So you're just gonna you're gonna have to wait till eight o'clock Scotch time start. Start. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sounds good. Sounds good. So so Ted, what was what was Bidzy like as a as as a colleague when you were together? Oh, really hard to work with. Yeah, no, he was. I, yeah. I, yeah. He was. I, I get it. Yeah. I, had to, I had to work very, with him, too. Very slim. Very slim know. upstairs. Jock, Jock, I don't know if you were ever in the old A-Channel studios, but... Um, you, uh, you, and Derek, I, you and Derek never invited me. No, okay, well, you know, I'm apologizing up front for that, but the old A-Channel studios, uh, it was like a wide-open concept, but they kept the news guys separate from the sports guys oh. and now after all these years i've gotten to know derek very well and now i know why you guys did social distancing before social distancing was cool <laughs> was, was the thing we started that i tell you where we didn't do social distancing and that was the establishments across the street yes. from where a channel slash city tv was because back in the day when ted and i were there together working there together at the same time Right across the street was Kaylee's in the rooftop patio and then Cowboys, too. Oh. So that was always, we had to walk past them all the time to go to the parking lot on the other side where Ted's car was. Ted always gave me a ride home. He, was, he, he had a parking spot. I didn't. So, but, and so sometimes we got sidetracked and got, we got forced in there by management. I like to think that we were just supporting the local establishments. That's, That's the way right. I like to look at it. Yeah. We were just kind of Support trying local. to do our part, right? Uh, yeah. And 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 it was like right out the back door of the old A Channel now City TV studios was yeah Kaylee's and Cowboys in one block, and it was that block in between us and home, and we really got sidetracked off. I, I can imagine, you know, Kaylee's. Yeah. Cowboys. I'm I'm sorry. We're going to get off track here. Uh, so so Ted, when when you're working on breakfast television, yes. I, I got to ask you. You you probably had some really good guests. You probably had some some really 
um, questionable guests, for lack of a better <laughs> word. Um, t- tell me about some of your best. Tell me about some of your worst. Okay, sure. Um, uh, I, I have a long list of the best because I think, like, the producers, um, they were amazing at lining up really, really fantastic people for the show. Like, big hats off to the producers of the show because they did a fantastic job. But we did have the occasional dud and the occasional um, uh, hiccup, if you will, right. in, in, in the kind of lineup of things. And you know what? I was, I was going over some old pictures and notes today before coming on uh, right now, and it always kind of wrapped around comedians. Comedians were always kind of wild cards. Sometimes they had, uh, you know, flown all night, come straight from the airport, and then on TV at like, you know, 7 a.m., which to them is the middle of the night. Or, or they were out all night the night before and that type of thing. Or they were just really, really odd human beings. So comedians, and there's a whole list of them, um, but some that stand out for me. Um, uh, Derek, you actually mentioned this, I think it was a, a couple of weeks ago, Norm MacDonald. A fantastic guy to chat with, but he, I think, had clearly been out the evening before. Because I think uh, think he, I think he stopped at our. He must have did our shows at the same time because I was working on CTV Morning Live. Sorry to interrupt, Teddy. This is a quick interlude. I was working CTV Morning Live at the time though, and Norm came in, and I was working with Ashling, and Ashling was going to do the interview with him. And Ashling like went over and talked to him, you know, kind of debriefed him. Hey, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about that. Okay, I'll come back here in about five minutes, and then I'll sit down. We'll do this segment. And, and she was like, I'm pretty sure Norm's Rocco. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that Norm doesn't know whether it's Tuesday or Moose Jaw right now. So he was one for sure. I think he, I don't even think like he went out the night before. I think he was still going out. <laughs> like, like he, he was still in the middle of one. Yeah, something, sure. right? Something. An- another guy that was really unusual in the morning uh, was like Chris Kattan, you know, from Saturday Night Live and Night okay. of the Roxbury. Yeah, he was a little bit interesting to chat with. Um, but on the flip side, comedians were also good wild cards, as in you never knew when they were going to go off. And a lot of them would go off on, like, the tiniest things. Um, uh, a guy that really stands out for me, you know Bruce McCullough from Kids in the Hall? Okay. He, he was outstanding because he was in town shooting a show called Young Drunk Punk. So he came on our show to kind of promote that and to talk about, you know, what he was up to you know, comedy-wise and all those things. And I'm just looking at my least list here. We had Bruce McCullough, Kevin McDonald, Mark McKinney, and Scott Thompson, all from the kids in the hall on the show over the years. We just didn't have Dave Foley. And they were all good. They were all good Canadian guys who kind of came through for us in the morning, which was a lot of fun. Wow. Now, what, a, now what, about, what about ones that were, like, a massive disappointment? Like, you know, sometimes you hear yeah. people say, you don't want to meet your heroes because they'll just disappoint you. Like, was there one where you thought that this guy or or she was a real dud? Uh, not maybe that they, not that they didn't deliver, but just that they were boring. Oh, um, some of the old hockey players, unfortunately, were yeah. a little like when they were kind of making the rounds, doing their book tours. You know, they would come on the show yeah. and and uh, you know they would kind of be a little kind of. Uh, well, not as animated as you were hoping. Um, you we needed to some... give them a drink. If you would have got them lit, they would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You should have got them on I the know. Norm Macdonald program. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. Um, uh, on, on the flip side, though, like we did have some athletes that were really a lot of fun. A lot of the Olympians coming on the show were really good. Haley Wickenheiser, she's awesome. Uh, uh, Joe Carter came on the show. And that was uh, like a real highlight for me when we chatted with Joe. Joe was on the show 
And all we did was talk about the World Series. And I happened to be living in Toronto when the Jays won those World Series. And Joe hit that that infamous home run, you know, in the bottom of the ninth type thing to win it for the Jays. And uh, that was a real thrill for me having Joe on the show. And we had a whole bunch of Star Wars people on the show. Uh, we had, like, the Atlanto Calrissian, you know, Billy D. Williams was on the show, Anthony Daniels, who was C-3PO. Uh, Chewbacca was on this. It was a, a pretty cool that way. Um, and a, another highlight for me, which was a bit of a surprise um, that we chatted with over the, it was Al Waxman. You know Al Waxman, the king of Kensington? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the funny, funny story about Al Waxman is, okay, this is, this is really kind of odd. But um, so my grandfather, whom I'm named after, his name is Ted Henley and I'm Ted Henley. My grandfather was an actor over the years, uh, many, many years ago, and he acted with Al Waxman in a whole bunch of uh, radio theater shows. And so Al came on the show and uh, Al had forgotten because uh, obviously it was many, many years ago. And I told him that, that I was you know, Ted Henley's grandson, and a light bulb went off, and he was just the most warm-hearted guy ever after that, which was a lot of fun. That really kind of was a really touching moment for me. Oh, okay, so, so so you guys are both in television. Uh, I'm in radio, and, and some embarrassing things happen when you're doing live television <laughs> now you or live radio. radio now, and, and so, well, here, I'll, I'll tell you what happened to me. So I was hosting the Calgary Flames broadcast, and Mike Rogers... Former New York Ranger was my was my my color guy basically back at the at the radio station and during the intermission, where uh, this was way back in the day when, uh, you know, not every single game was on television or anything like that. So back in the nineties, and it was funny because Denny Potvin from the New York Islanders, who was a color commentator, he was joining Peter Marr in the broadcast booth, and he was going to be our guest during the intermission. And we had no idea at the time that Dennis had his his headsets on, listening to every word that Mike Rogers and I were saying. And, of course, we weren't on the air, but uh, Dennis could hear everything. And being a former New York Ranger, Mike Rogers was talking about the rivalry with the Islanders and how the Ranger fans would get all over Dennis Potvin and just throw out these verbal barbs. I'm not even going to tell you what we said because it was pretty nasty stuff. And and sure enough, Dennis listened to this whole conversation that uh, Mike and I were having. And then, believe it or not, he didn't just put his headset down and walk off because he probably should have. He actually came on and did the entire interview, and we were so embarrassed. And it was uh, it was one of those things Peter Marr said uh, afterwards. He said, do you guys know that he could hear every word you were saying? So that, that, that's embarrassing stuff. So that, that happened to me. Uh, Ted, you go first. Uh, anything embarrassing happened to you on, on live television? Many things. Many, Many things. things have happened to me over the years. Um, everything simply from like technical stuff where you're you're popped up on yeah. camera and you're maybe scratching something that you shouldn't be scratching on camera and it gets caught on camera. Or uh, I remember busy. You're, you're you're in Saskatoon and um, mm-hmm. I I used to work for the CTV station in Saskatoon called CFQC. This was many years ago, and I was doing the weekend. I think it was the eleven o'clock news or the eleven thirty news. And um, so it's just me and a sports guy, real skeleton staff. And there's a director in the control booth, of course. And I'm sitting there doing the news. And this light at the back of the studio falls and 
boom, explodes in the back of the studio, and it's like a big flash of, like, sparks and stuff. And I look at the sports guy, and the sports guy looks at me, and we go, we have to go to commercial. We'll be back maybe after this, and we had to take a break. So that's probably the big highlight for me, embarrassment-wise, was having to throw to commercial, throwing everyone off because something was exploding in the studio box. Oh, that's crazy stuff. Bidzy, okay, you, you, I'm sure you've had some embarrassing things happen to you on air. Well, and on the air, really not so much. Like, I mean, just besides, like, sneezing or something like that. Or, like, I agree with Ted, too. Sometimes you forget that your microphone's on and you start lambasting or blasting the producer or the director or something like that, saying how much of a Fonzie is or something like that. And then the, and then he, they, of course, can hear you. But, Ted, I was going to ask you, like, you've mentioned something that, you know, happened, like, on the air. But have you ever done – I was talking about this a little bit before – this was my embarrassing thing. Have you ever, during your time, and, and you do a lot of emceeing uh, and public speaking and stuff, have you ever done a presentation to a large group of people on KY jelly <laughs> being a lotion? <laughs> I have not done that. Yeah. No, I Me have neither. <laughs> but I heard about a guy that did. And he is slim. Yeah, he's there's, not there's a reason. There's very, a reason why he's working in Saskatoon. No, oh, that was a cheap mine. shot. <laughs> a, fr- a friend of mine that I know did that, and uh, yeah, that was embar- really embarrassing. That guy. That I guy want to know really who he embarrassed. Did. Who yeah, was it? He's Can a, you say? Yeah, he's a friend of mine, and uh, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. His name uh, it rhymes with uh, Bar Babool. Oh, okay. <laughs> Throw Dar under the bus. There you go. Well, I tell you what, Ted. This is what, what in the you know. I I believe you were laid off back in November. So, uh, yeah. what in the heck are you up to these days? Well, I, I'm living life without wearing TV makeup every day. That's I can good tell thing. you that. Yeah, yeah. and I four I pants. <laughs> I, I only I only shave once a week, which was a lot of fun. Um, uh, actually. I, you, you know, Jock, like contract obligations, of course, um, kind of, you know, stop us from going back on TV or radio right away. So that, that was that was an effect for me um, up until actually just a few days ago. So okay. this is quite timely what we're doing right now. And um, so during that time, I went back to school. I was at Mount Royal University um, before the whole kind of COVID changes with uh, education and that type of thing. And I did a, a program there to kind of get some new skills and that type of thing. I, I'm not ruling out media. I mean, if I get if I get offered a big job, of course I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. But I'm also kind of tooling myself to be able to work outside of media if I have to go that way once the world writes itself again yeah. after what we're going through right now. Yeah, Jocko, do, do you want to do you want to ask Ted if he wants to do that uh, that job that they offered Joe Buck? <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did you hear about that, Ted? No. So Tell so me. Joe Buck, you know, the play-by-play guys are a little hard up right now. There's not a lot of live sports to call, right? Yeah, so yeah. so he got offered a million dollars today from a porn site to do a live call. Oh, are you kidding me? He turned it down. Really? Uh, yeah, he turned it down. So he yeah, became the Ted first. Ted wants to do it. Ted, what? Well, uh, Bidzy well, and I, Bidzy and I want to do it. million bucks. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's your swan song, man. After that, who Good cares? But, but Joe, I'm out of here. Yeah, tip your waitress on the way out. See you next week. I'm but, out of here. That's it. But Joe, Joe had a great line, Ted. He said, "He said, depending on the site, 
they could just be handing some of my money back to me. So, oh, there you go. <laughs> good for Joe. Well, yeah. Good for Joe. Good you know, Joe. he's always quick. That guy. He's always he, he's, he's a pro. He is definitely a pro. I've, uh, I, I can tell you most recently too, Jock, that I, I'd like the parent. I have a five-year-old little boy. Okay. And, uh, he's in kindergarten, so I'm uh, I'm I'm trying to do my best job as a teacher right now. To be honest with you, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what we did today. We we uh, we practiced counting to twenty, which was good. Success. Okay. Uh, we made mac and cheese for lunch, which which was that's uh, always good. Yeah, that's we played good. we played lots of games of uh, mini stick hockey in the basement today. Okay, which which is good, and apparently I'm not that good at mini stick hockey. And uh, the highlight of the day was uh, my son drawing volcanoes for me, but volcanoes with lasers coming out of them. Uh, that that's what oh, I was up to today. Wow. Yeah, did you guys high tech volcanoes? Did you guys happen to follow Rex Chapman on on Twitter? No, what's Rex? No, you, you should. You know, Rex. Rex is a former college basketball player, and he's had some issues. But he's he's now like a social media uh, guru, and he and he tweets out all these great videos. And so he tweeted out this video of this one year old kid. He was one, still in diapers, you know, with the bat. And he, his dad threw him an overhand throw, and the kid just whapped it right out of the ball, like it was like unbelievable. Really? This is a one year old kid just just yarding it it was crazy so anyway wow. you, you got you got to follow uh, rex chapman he, if you want a good laugh and some good videos he's uh he's a, he's a pretty good follow you know what that reminds me of that you know there could be there could be like a, a a big school that um that uh like offers that kid <clears throat> a scholarship oh, yeah. right now you know he has to sign a letter to a <laughs> letter, letter of intent, intent to get, yeah. well because and, and i'll tell you this really quickly because a long time ago i remember reading a story about it there's uh there was this kid in louisiana and his his dad was like something like I don't know six eight or six nine <clears throat> excuse me and about three hundred and fifty pounds. His mom was quite tall too. She was about six two six three, and she was a big woman too. And um, so anyway, when they when their first son was born, he was huge. He was like thirteen and a half pounds or something like that. So they got him Louisiana LSU got him to sign a letter of intent when he was like two when they found out about this. <laughs> I don't even and, think that's legal. I, I don't know, something like where they promised that they would, the family would entertain or give them first rate a refusal to, to you know, to have a, a, you know, an offer as good as any other school. Anyway, the kid turned out to be a monster and he ended up playing offensive line for the LSU Tigers. Sheepers, there you go. Really? There you go. This could be, this could be the next pro. This could be the next, uh, this could be the next, uh, help me out with a home run, a big home run hitter. Judge. From the Yankees. There you go. Okay. He could be the he well, could be the next kid. Since, since we're doing shoutouts to LSU, Shaquille O'Neal, of course, was uh, was a big basketball player for the Tigers. His son just transferred to LSU, and his daughter just transferred to LSU. So all in the family, baby. It's all good. Wow. That's yeah. cool. And now LSU is going to be heading up Shaq to for a big donation, so he can put his <laughs> name on some type of auditorium or something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because my my daughter, of course, uh, went to LSU last year, and uh, two years ago when she was uh, she was a freshman, uh, she she got to know some of the football players, and she was doing uh, she was doing some tutoring with uh, one football player, and his name was uh, Thaddeus Moss. And she had no idea who Thaddeus Moss was. And, I, and, and so she was telling me the story. And I said, do you know who his dad is? And she goes, no. <laughs> so I had to give oh, her Randy Moss. Ra- Randy Moss is Thaddeus' oh. dad. So she, she had no idea. But now she's one of the biggest football fans ever. 
Because nice. the Tigers won the uh, the championship. Anyway, on that note, uh, Ted, we're going to let you go. Thanks so much for spending some time with us tonight. Any Anytime, guys. Stay safe. Uh, and you know what? Keep your distance from Bidwell. Oh, yeah, that's very, very smart. <laughs> that's very smart COVID-19 advice. COVID-19 or just in general, that's good <laughs> advice. Go enjoy a scotch, Teddy. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Take care, Ted. Uh, Bidzy, you, you stick around because we got to take our final time out. We're not going to have a lot of time to wrap things up. This is Sports Talk with Jock. We've only got about a minute left. Holy cow, that went quick, Bidzy, didn't it? That that goes by fast, man. That's why that's why we we have to be have to be on for an hour, man. Half an hour is not enough time. You know, I, I asked you the question earlier, and we got the KY uh, you know jelly story about uh, you know yeah. if you go back in time for an event in your life and do it differently, what would it be? I guess, and, and I'll keep it short. But <laughs> remember my remember my cheerleader wife, my first wife. Uh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. That, that, that might have been a do-over for me. Uh, <laughs> because, That's you know, the whole thing. And, 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 whole experience. And, 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 I'll, and I'll say this. My mom, my mom, she nailed it. Because I remember when I went back to the farm back in Pooskoopy, and, and I was telling mom, I said, Mom, I went for a walk on the farm with her, and I said, Mom, I'm, I'm going to get married. And she, she goes, and I still remember this to the day. She says, Jock, love you. I'll support you. But you're making a freaking mistake. <laughs> oh, wow. Nothing like the unconditional love of a mother. Hey, but you know what? Oh, she was right. right? She so, was right. Hey, my mom nailed, nailed it. One. My mom nailed, nailed it. Nailed that one. Oh. You, and you probably, when she was saying that, that's when you, like, when a parent can say, when they start off with that, <laughs> I will love you and support you, and you're just getting ready for the butt. Yeah, you but. I don't know how many nice things you're going to say before the butt part. We yeah. got to end, end it there, man. You have a great night. Have a great weekend, and uh, have fun. Stay you safe. Take care, pal. Uh, be safe, and uh, we'll do it again next week. It was a lot of fun. Thanks a lot, Jocko. He's Derek Bidwell. I'm Jock Wilson. Thanks so much for listening. Be safe. Stay healthy. And this is Sports Talk with Jock. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.